0: The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast, where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball and I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday, the twenty third of May. In the Squeeze Today podcast, we'll cover off the landmark ruling against the Archbishop of Adelaide, bribery and influence peddling in Canberra, the fallout from One Nation's decision to withdraw support for the corporate tax cuts, and author Bree Lee tackles our three minute Squeeze. Clare the Archbishop of Adelaide, Philip Wilson, has been found guilty of covering up child sex abuse.
1: Yeah, it was a landmark ruling in a in a New South Wales magistrate's court yesterday. He's the most senior Catholic in the world to be found guilty of charges relating to child abuse. And uh what that was about was around um victims of, of abuse at the hands of a a guy called Jim Fletcher in the nineteen seventies telling uh Wilson about that abuse and him doing nothing about it. So that's all come to fruition in court yesterday. Some people's minds might immediately go to Cardinal George Pell. Does this mean anything for his trial? Look, legal experts yesterday were very quick to say that it probably had not a lot to lot to do with um, what will happen in that case. Of course, the court in Victoria will look at the evidence before it and make its own decisions. But a South Australian legal expert, um, Craig Caldercott, yesterday said that it could trigger uh, quite a few prosecutions for similar cases. So what that means is victims who have told officials in the church about abuse that was occurring and and nothing was done so it's certainly something to watch out for.
0: Now as kids we're all told that there are are two sides to every story and Julie Bishop has,
1: has learnt that this week. Yeah, the big news in Canberra overnight is that WAMP Andrew Hastie, who's the Joint uh, Committee Chair on Intelligence, he's gone into Parliament and put on the record that a Chinese-Australian man, a guy called Chow Chak Wing, is being investigated by the FBI. That's got to do with uh, Chow co-conspiring to bribe a, a senior United Nations official Uh, It's interesting too because um, defamation uh, hearings um, where Chow is taking Fairfax to court in the coming weeks is is about to happen over related claims that have been made in the media. So it's a really interesting one. Hasty said that it was important to put it on the record because people should know about China's influence peddling and Chow is, is said to be quite close to the Chinese Communist Party. So as you say Kate there are always two sides to every story and Foreign Minister Julie Bishop um, banged up against that yesterday after she met with the Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi on the weekend and after that meeting Chinese officials said that there's some work to do to get um, get things on the right track. Julie Bishop certainly had a different encounter the meeting. She said it was really really great so uh, yeah we've got a, a feeling the sort of thing that um, Hasty has said in the parliament overnight is the sort of thing that China would probably prefer to see less of coming out of Australia. One Nation's decision to withdraw support for the government's
0: corporate tax cuts has really thrown a cat among the pigeons down in Canberra. What's the
1: fallout? Yeah, look, it's a three-pronged fallout, I guess. Um, From three different angles, Uh, Pauline Hanson went to Hobart yesterday and and she was very um, defensive of the decision, but um, she said that she still likes Matthias Cormann. so that's probably quite nice for him, I guess. That's um, lovely. Yeah. Things also um, boiled over between Labor and the coalition. Labor was um, really putting up a concerted effort yesterday to paint The coalition government as being too close to One Nation. And that boiled over in a pretty nasty exchange between um, Penny Wong from Labor and and Matthias Cormann, although both later declared their mutual respect for each other over Twitter, which was good to see. Um, And then we've got um, what happens in the coalition. And uh, reports this morning, certainly out of the commentators, uh, are saying that um, secretly the coalition's probably a bit relieved to remove the corporate tax cut commitment from their uh, agenda for now because it's very expensive and it will be a difficult issue for them to fight at the election.
0: And did I read this right? Donald Trump's going to the moon? <laughs>
1: talking no. to the moon. Oh, it's very early. <laughs> it is very early. He certainly. I wouldn't um, be surprised. Well, well, you just never know what to um, what to believe is real and fake news these days, I guess. But um, South Korean President Moo Jae-in, he was in the White um, White House yesterday for talks with the president. They're certainly... Um, His surname m- is moon. moon. That's where I'm getting confused. He, yes, President, moon. Um, president he, moon. He is going to um, be... Uh, Undertaking a bit of expectations management over the next few days by the looks of things, um, the expectation being that um, the meeting with Kim Jong-un, the North Korean leader, may not happen uh, or may not happen certainly on the 12th of June. So uh, there's also a bit of... Um, back-channelling going on with US officials suspecting that Moon, who helped broker that meeting, may have oversold North Korea's willingness to um, walk away from its nuclear program. So there's going to be a lot more to be said about this over the next three weeks.
0: Yeah, and speaking of fake news, you've got a great summary on um, Mark Zuckerberg. He's
1: apologised to European users overnight. Yeah, he's been at the European Union um, Parliament talking to them
0: So check that out in the email. The late Australian author Colleen McCulloch's estate is being fought over in the New South Wales Supreme Court. For fans of of hers, um, have a a look in the email for some links on that one. And John Dixon, the CEO of David Jones and Country Road Group, has resigned and they aren't actually replacing him. No,
1: they've had a real churn of CEOs in that business um, over recent years and the South African um, Woolworths uh, own all of that these days. So, yeah, that's an interesting one. And it's Wednesday, so it's
0: three-minute squeeze. Day. Author Brie Lee um, is tackling the interview this week. She has a book out today, actually, Eggshell Skull, which is a memoir about sexism in the Australian legal and justice system. It's well worth a read. Um, and you can buy the book via the Booktopia links in the email. And very quickly, Claire,
1: the subject line today. Remind me to forget... Um, which I know you think like all the music choices that we've got in there are from the 80s, but this is actually in the current top 50. And it's, super uh, cool. <laughs> super cool, yeah. How hip am I? How hip am I? Um, <laughs> that's, uh, it's a song that I quite like because it's got one of my uh, favourite artists, Miguel, uh, but also there's just so much, I thought, in that um, exchange with Penny Wong and Matthias Corman that they've put it all behind them, so they're all good. Ah, I see what you've done there. Yeah, a bit out there. Open the email
0: every day this week and you'll go in the draw to win a $100 Woolies gift card. Chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. <laughs>